spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Arizona's about to get fatter and lazier. So awesome. Are you ready for this? Let's say that, uh, I don't know, in the next month, you're... You're out by your pool because it's going to get hot. Becky Loon was just talking about the 90-degree temperatures on the on the way. So you're out by your pool, and you're like, you know what? Uh, I could uh, I could really use some ice cream. Or you're like, you know what? I can really use a burrito. Uh, a drone will deliver whatever you want to your backyard here in uh, the greater uh, Phoenix area. You know what? Tell me when it feeds me, and then we're really talking. <laughs> you want it to spoon feed you? <laughs> so here's how it works. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. The drone will take off. From the restaurant parking. So if you have a favorite restaurant, maybe uh, get, you're in the pool. You want a little chicken parmesan. Haven't you seen those commercials where the drone shows up and just throws the pizza at people? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want some pie, right? You want some pizza pie. And you're like, all right, I'm sitting in my pool. I'm way too lazy to get out of it. So a drone will take off from the restaurant parking lot. It'll touch down in your backyard, not the front door. Not the front door. No. In your backyard, it uses a GPS system. And you could eat whatever you want. And it's happening right here in Phoenix. You know what the interesting thing is? Uh, this uh, this uh, drone uh, company, uh, whatever it is, they uh, chose Arizona. They like, remember when Governor Ducey was, was saying, hey, how great these vehicles, the autonomous delivery yeah. vehicle and stuff it was great. And I know that there were definitely some snafus, no doubt about it. But that's why this company chose Arizona for the first drone delivery system. And uh, we're going to get it here in Phoenix. Man, we're going to be lazy. You're never going to leave your couch. What's You're going to sit in your pool. What's the difference of this, though? Get uh, up out, and go, get outside out. of uh, what? What is it now that you got? You've got you got Uber Eats and yeah. a few of the other ones. DoorDash. Yeah. You know what's the difference between this and that? This one's way the difference cooler. is the drone's not going <laughs> to eat my snacks. <laughs> That's right. right. Like, hey, man, I ordered a large fry and I don't think I got it. I'm sorry, I don't have any large fry. Well, a bird could. A bird could. How do you feel about a burrito being delivered to you via air? I think it'd be neat. I think it'd be neat, too. I think it'd be, I, I mean, I, I gotta be even, honest, I think that'd be kind of cool. I'm telling you right now, even if I'm not hungry, I'm, I'm getting oh. a burrito via air. Now, via how does, so wait, so I order, let's say I order something from Chipotle. Does the okay. Chipotle person have to go outside and much like a hawk, <laughs> right, or a carrier pigeon, have to bring the drone down, attach the burrito Here to you it, go. and then fly it to away? To deliver the food, restaurant staff will first attach the food to the drone via hooks. That hold a bag or a box of food. So then the drone will take off from the uh, restaurant parking lot, touch down in your backyard. So a lot of people are saying, you don't have to go sit in traffic. You stay in your home. No one's going to leave their homes. It's going to be like COVID all over again. But so much of this, though, a lot of times when we get food, it's during bad weather. Are you going to trust the drone to bad weather? Your food's going to be soggy and nasty. We don't have bad weather out here. We, we have those, hot weather. We do have hot so weather. So here's the thing. Let's so say, don't order that ice cream. Yeah, the ice cream going to be melted before it gets Might there. be tough. Yeah. But what about a burrito? Let's say it's one fifteen out, and you order a chicken burrito. And by the time and you like, get there. I don't want to go outside anymore. It's full of salmonella by the time it gets there because it's well, so hot outside. I was saying, does the heat spoil the food yeah, on the way there? Well, yeah, Maybe. Right? I'd still try it. No, I now, wouldn't. All, all, I wonder what restaurants are participating. Uh, I, I don't know. I know you're getting a $3 delivery fee. All I know is I'm going to shoot down somebody's uh, <laughs> drone and have their food. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to, that's, that's the next porch pirate thing. That's right. My airsoft. Right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, my gosh. I, it's pretty interesting because I'm looking at pictures of this. And, you know, I know from time to time we see drones in the air. But, man, I think it's going to all change. I think I think every time you look in the sky, you're going to start seeing Have drones. Have you seen the drone taxis? No. Oh, God, they're so close to being, like, ready to roll. The drone. So what is a drone? So it's taxi? like it's it's about the size of a car. It's got like four propellers on it. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to be able to hop on it and just take off and go. That is going to be so cool. Because, be cool. you know, as the crow flies, I would get here rather fast comparatively to what I do now. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, I would like to build a little something, just a little chopper. But you know what? Now let's go back to this. This is going to take somebody's job away, right? Absolutely. And you know what? What are we looking for this year? Hmm? Well, it is the year of, I think, layoffs are coming. And uh, the the economy, we got a job report coming out tomorrow. I don't think anybody knows which way it's going. Every time they think it's going one way, it goes the other. But there's a lot of concern, more so across the board, than I've seen in a long time that we have we've hit that point that plateau where good times are kind of coming to an end people are starting when to come back When was the good time? I missed it. That I don't was know the when thing it was. With the, you know the stuff the, and the good times no pre-covid and then during covid was really good times cuz we got free money. But that's all coming home to roost. Yeah. People are extended on their credit cards. Uh the the layoffs have gone now they're slowly have gone from Tech only to some other stuff slowing down in the hiring section. Uh, there is there is a lot of stuff that's starting to take place that I think people are starting to get concerned about, and rightly so. All right, so layoffs are going to be big this year. We've already seen it from the tech industry, as you said. I mentioned this earlier too. Our son works for T-Mobile. They let a whole bunch of people go yesterday. He survived the cut, and. It was scary because he gave us that call and he's like, yeah, just survived the cut from T-Mobile. Like, what cut? So we know that layoffs are, they're up uh, nearly fivefold so far this year. So tech companies are are leading the way. So it's interesting. We talk about the burrito story. We're saying burrito, but, you know, there are a lot of DoorDash drivers and, and all that kind of stuff. Will that go away? That's if, a job if that could go away. there's enough of those things, if there's enough of those things that they're really consistent, mm-hmm. absolutely it'll go away. And that's going to, so... My question would be, does that hurt the economy? Because I see a lot more people saying, you know what? I'd love to have my food delivered to me, not by necessarily a human who might eat my fries, <laughs> but by awesome. a drone. Yeah. And, you know, and it and it and it's actually kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, imagine the cool that. factor will be that the cool factor there. will but, be that. But uh, it's yeah. also going to take jobs away. It is going to take jobs away. And as we talked about AI, AI is already starting to move in that area where some of this tech stuff that's taking place is the fact that they can replace they can downsize by 10%, uh, 5% they need to get rid of. The other 5% they needed to not have to worry about because AI can do those jobs now and you can work uh, smarter and and replace three people. It's coming and there's going to be a slowdown. Is it 2008 again? I don't think so. No. But I think people are feeling it and the job thing, I think we're going to start to see companies that are non-tech more and more start to lay people off and not just warehouse work. Or they're going to start just keeping who they have and stop trying to yeah, hire. That's the other side of it. For Do sure. they ever stop and think about the more all the people they're going to lay off and replace with, with bots? Hmm. Those people they've laid off, pretty soon they're going to lay off so many. Nobody's going to have any money to buy whatever it is they're botting building. Yeah, yeah it's true. But, you know, th- but the other thing is, too, a lot of AI is also opening up a lot of different avenues. But you have to. It's like the Industrial Revolution, right? It's like ca- cart and bubby, buggy. I'm not going to drive a car or sell cars. Those things are If you don't figure out how to use it to your advantage, 
it is. You're going to pay so the price. So everybody's going to have to have a tech degree. Some sort of. That's why I continue to tell my that's son we'll every do. day. Everybody poops. And just think about that for a second. So there's tech. Tech is great, but they're short order cooks. Where's the poop coming? Mechanical. Where's plumbing. Nobody can afford the fast food to get there. Plumbing. Oh, yeah, that's true, though. Not, not, people yeah, don't poop same. anymore. But plumbing and stuff like that. That's that's the other side of things you got to start looking at. Hey, speaking of looking, both eyes right now, my buddy's King Lasik. They want you to ditch the glasses, ditch the contacts. 3500 bucks. Yeah, King Lasik. $2,000 savings, 0% financing, 24 months OAC. LASIK, Dr. King, he did it for me. He'll do it for you. Only 146 a month. Go to kinglasik.com slash Arizona for complete details. Uh, we're about a month away. May. May will be mayhem at the border. We'll explain why next. Oh, yeah. Title 42 going away. We're about a month away from that. That is the Pandera, uh, pandemic era uh, program that was put in place to stop people coming over the border because we were in the midst of anyone, a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And it made it simple to turn people around and send them straight home. That is still in place, but that is going away. And guess what, kids? I'm here to tell you, uh, it's going to get ugly, I think. I think people are because you've got a lot of people still with you, know, you got Nicaragua and you've got you know you've got Haiti, you got Cuba and Venezuela people sitting around trying to figure out what to do with there. But there's still people that are worried about this and we're not prepared for it. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, we're not prepared for any of this. I think we're better prepared today than we were a few months ago. Well, if well because of the app keeping some people over, but once right. that's gone and that's that's going to be in fact whether the pandemic whether Title Forty Two goes away. What about the other people? Okay, so let me make sure that I understand this. If Title Forty Two does go away, we still get the four countries um, that President Biden has said are not allowed in here. Yes. Okay. So. We know from talking to people at the border, we've talked to sheriffs at the border, we've talked to mayors at the border, and they said, listen, things have slowed down this year, yeah. and it's because of Biden's policy. About, about time. Okay, so the policy is the four countries. If you're from one of these four countries and you show up at our border, we turn you right around. So that's actually working. It wasn't even that hard to put together. No. It's actually working. Now, listen, we've got a long way to go, but it's a lot better. Uh, you know, are people still pouring across? Yeah, but it's slowed down a lot. But yeah, remember, it's slowed down compared okay, to where it was. So if we just keep that policy, who cares if we have Title 42? Well, the thing is, though, if we've got a lot of people that are uh, sitting around waiting, knowing that this is going to come to an end, uh-huh. and not having to worry about Give me an example. Uh, you've got, let's say, people from Guatemala. All right, so so people from Guatemala are sitting, what? People the, from Brazil, Argentina, some of these other countries who are sitting there going, well, they can turn me around right now, and I don't want that. I know if I wait another month, mm-hmm. they're not going to be able to turn me away. So, so Biden's policy will... Would not turn me away. No, no. The four would but, still be well, on that list. Why are they in now? If Biden's policy isn't stopping people from Guatemala, because they have been turning people away, still using Title Forty Two in some, in many cases, to turn people away and try to get them back. Okay. This would just end that immediately, and th- that would be it. It could be a potentially free for all. Now, it might not be, and God willing, it isn't. But they've said, and and you know, Mayorkas is 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 you know a joke. A joke. Uh, Department <laughs> of Homeland Security. But he, you know, he said they're unprepared for potential of what may come. Yeah, I I know that Arizona Senator Kirsten Cinema says we're not ready, um, but I think we're more prepared than we have been. Remember, we weren't prepared at all. No, on a scale of one to ten, ten being you can't get into this country no matter what at the border. We were really at a zero. I yes. mean, I don't even think we were at a one in preparedness. No, no we were not. Okay, so now I think, what do you think, Reddit? Four? A four? 
It's okay. still not great. It's, no, it's terrible. But if it starts to ramp up again, then what? Because the one thing that was kind of helping people and holding things back potentially in some areas mm. was not. Or did everybody who wanted to come here already, <laughs> already got here? <laughs> All right, let me offer this up. You have the four countries. You got Haiti. Uh, help me out here. I always forget Nicaragua, Nicaragua Cuba, Cuba, and then uh, Venezuela. Okay, why don't you just add Guatemala and a whole bunch of other ones to the list? That's what people are it's asking. Really, not that hard. No, that's what if people Biden are asking. picked four countries out of the thin air. Why don't you pick another four? Again, great question. Yeah. Sounds, and then like, the, sounds like an easy fix. Well, I mean, uh, try it. Well, Is he interested in trying it? Or will Biden be like, you know what? I still want people to come in here. Oh, yeah. So I've stopped from four countries, but that's about all I'm going to do. That's about all I'm going to do. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, sometimes dads can make a mistake. Case in point, this dad talking about a big mistake he made with his kid and lunch. Whenever my son was born, the best advice I ever got was you know more than you think you do, but today is not that day. I got to go pick up my kid from school today because I made a big mistake. You see, one of these is sparkling water, and he likes for me to pack that in his lunch because it's awesome. One of these is not sparkling water. Although it looks like sparkling water, can it is not sparkling water. Oh, no. Therefore, I've got to go pick up my kid from school and uh, try to explain this situation. He's drunk. Liquid death? Sparkling water? (laughs) Or Guinness? (laughs) He said the child with Guinness. And the kid drank the Guinness. Hey, guys, let me tell you something. I want to tell you guys something. I I think recess, we should do recess every day. (laughs) Probably more times than usual. You're the... You play best handball, and I've ne- you're my. Let's start a business. <laughs> Why is little Johnny over there vomiting? Oh my! You're the swing me. sets. You guys notice how hot Mrs. Jones is? <laughs> I think she likes me. <laughs> Do we know how old this kid is? Uh, he's in uh, like middle school, some elementary. Well, then school. he's had a beer already. Uh, so, <laughs> well, if you're sending a kid with your lunch, right? Like you know, that's a. <laughs> I can't garden. You got a problem with that? You have, you want to step outside? Sparkling water. Liquid death sparkling Guinness. water, too. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister. What do you think you could trade that for at the <laughs> lunch table? Dad, it was awesome. The teacher gave me her car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you could probably trade it for just about anything you want. Yeah. Hey, my dad put a beer in here. Does anybody want this? Yeah. Why is everybody going behind the the classroom over there? No, no any reasons. So I'm looking at the cans. Uh, and you yeah. mentioned sparkling water. It's called liquid death, as yes. you mentioned, but it's sparkling water. It is black. It's a black can with some gold on it, with like a gold symbol. The Guinness is black with a gold, and a gold sim- symbol on it. But yeah. I'm sorry, this says Guinness. I mean, <laughs> but how if do you turn around and you just reach in and grab it. Right, well, you're you're getting a kid ready for school. You turn around, you yeah. reach in and grab it. Next thing you know, your kid's in a, in, in rehab. Oh, right, he's oh, at oh, recess oh. rehab. <laughs> oh my gosh! So I I wonder if the kid's like I don't know why I feel so funny, but it's, <laughs> it's is it a hopscotch twelve step? <laughs> <laughs> he finished half, and he's like, "Hey, uh, Johnny, can you finish the other half? I don't want I don't, this." I, I, I don't all think the kids I go are back drunk. to class, guys. My my I, my t- teacher can't see me like this. Oh my goodness. <laughs> My mom's going to be so mad at that. That's a big dad mistake right there. Oh, absolutely. All right. Coming up next, holding up the headlines. We're uh, four minutes away. Becky Lynn is going to read the news at 3.30. We are going to interrupt and react to today's top stories next. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. 
It's 3.30, and you know what that means. It's time for us, Gatos Chat. Hello. Hello. To hold up Becky Lynn's headlines. All right, Becky Lynn, what you got? Yelling. That's yesterday's Phoenix City Council meeting. Tensions were hot as they voted 5-4 to four against a development moratorium of three mobile home parks. The council also voted 5-4 to four to ban public comment. Councilwoman Laura Pastor was upset with the voices being silenced. Everybody has a right in democracy to be able to have a voice. Outgoing Councilman Sal DeCicio explained his vote to stop the public comment. I always believe the public has a right to redress and a right to resist, but... They, we've been through these the same testimony for probably five, six months now. Jim Cross, KTAR News. And Governor Hobbs has, however, signed a law that will provide up to $8,000 in emergency funds for those who have to abandon their mobile homes when they're evicted from these parks, up to 20000 if they have to relocate it. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Yeah, Phoenix City Council meetings are a mess. There are always people yelling. Uh, first of all, I'm glad DeCicio's gone. Big mouth. Glad Garcia's going to be gone. Anti-cop. Uh, we'll see how the city council goes, you know, uh, as we go here. But it's tough, man. They're asking you to leave what you, you know, what's been your home for a long time, but it's not your land. You got to leave. Well, you got to go. You had seven years. Seven years. This wasn't sprung on you. You had seven years. Yeah. Did you think they were kidding? And no, they weren't. They weren't. And you went after the college because it was easy and they were here. The two out-of-state uh, owners, you couldn't really go after because they were faceless and nameless. But you had seven years to get something done, and they're offering your money, as is the college, and it's still not enough. You're frustrated because you had to do something. Seven years. Seven. We're holding up the headlines. How will the zone be cleaned up? Phoenix City Council members in a subcommittee meeting revealed they don't know yet. District 8's Councilman Carlos Garcia asked about plans for dealing with the people living in the zone, the homeless encampment in the downtown Phoenix area, to which Deputy City Manager Gina Montez responded. We are not ready to, we don't have all those details worked out. As many as a thousand people live there at any one time, a Superior Court judge has given Phoenix until July 10th to clean up and remove the residents. They're an embarrassment. They yeah. They can't handle big problems. Uh, they've they've washed their hands of the situation uh, with the homeless. They've they've allowed them to just you know defecate on people's lawns, and uh, they just turned a blind eye to it and, and have done nothing. And now they're going to be forced to do something. They have no idea. We, I mean, we had Kate Gallego on the Phoenix mayor. I wasn't here for the interview, but um, you know, you basically said she was you know running, she, is talking in circles. She, she doesn't know what she's doing either. No, no, I don't think this is a, this is a hot mess, and they have no problem handing money out to certain organizations and the organizations soon, the ACLU and all this stuff. Uh, they have zero plan for this. And it wasn't like this was sprung upon them. Mm. But now that they're forced to do it, the uh-oh moment's coming. You know they're hoping for some sort of stay for this order because they don't feel like they have any plan. Uh, every day at 3.30, we hold up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news. We react to the uh, day's top stories. All right, Becky Lynn, what's next? After the coolest first three months to start the year in this century, wow! a run of 90-degree days starts Sunday and runs through at least Wednesday. Mark O'Malley with the National Weather Service says this cool start in 2023 does not necessarily translate to a cooler summer ahead. Currently, there's a slight tilt in the odds that the summer will be warmer than normal, and that's a trend that we've seen over the past 20 to 30 years. O'Malley says after back-to-back strong months, 
monsoons with lots of rain. It would be rare to see three big monsoons in a row. It's exciting right there. That was, it makes yeah. you excited about the weather. There's a tilt in the odds. Is that what he said? That's what he said. A tilt in the odds. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that phrase. I'm going to start using it on the show. All right, Write there that you go. down. It's a tilt in the odds. Tilt of the odds, people. Well, I mean, maybe uh, maybe last monsoon season was crazy good. It was amazing. And last we had a great winter. We had a great winter. I mean, the reservoirs and lakes, uh, a lot of them filled back up. But you know what? I hope we have kind of a, a cooler summer like we did last summer. I mean, I've never been part of a summer that was so amazingly cool. Yeah. I mean, because it's just not the way that it works out here. We'll see. We're we holding up see. the headlines. Yeah. Pack your patience if you're driving downtown Phoenix tonight. The Suns have a potential playoff preview against Denver tonight at 7. And then 10 minutes later, the Diamondbacks have their home opener against the Dodgers. And then there's going to be multiple street closures for an opening day street fair starting at 3.30. If you would like to avoid driving, well, here's a little don't, bit of good don't news. Don't you dare say it. What? You're going to say light rail. Well, if you have a Suns ticket, you can ride the light rail. So you're getting punished for having a Suns ticket. Hey, if you like driving around with people who are wondering who stole their (laughs) underwear and smell of urine, light rail's for you. If you like the smell of urine. (laughs) (sighs) Hey, look at me. I've got a Suns ticket. What does that mean? You get light rail. The thought of that is just, you know what? I'll stay home. Can I let someone else use my ticket if I don't have to go and take light rail? If you want to give your son's Diamondback <laughs> ticket away, go right ahead. Why I mean, isn't it a Diamondback's ticket? Why? That's if, just a am deal I not, am Valley I, Metro worked out. Really? No, it's Real, not, no, that's the besmirching the Diamondbacks fans. I know. Fans. I kind of thought so, too. Right. Why shouldn't the Diamondbacks fans have the same awfulness as the Suns fans when they get on the light Because it's rail. opening day. Oh, we don't want to ruin. We don't spoil opening day with the smell true. of urine. All right, good point. Okay. Good point. All, All right. right. Do we Our- say urine enough in your newscaster? Is there like a record that we can go? People matter yet? You know what? We I haven't owe. said that yet. I, I haven't said counting. vomit. There's vomit also on the light rail. I got to tell you, there's more on the baseball game. A Phoenix police officer who was shot in the line of duty is going to be throwing out the first pitch at tonight's Diamondbacks game. Awesome. Valley hero and Phoenix police officer Tyler Maldivon will be honored at tonight's home opener for the Diamondbacks. Maldivon was shot multiple times during an investigation in 2021 and made an unexpected recovery over the following six months. He was honored at Chase Field as a Luis Gonzalez hometown hero last June. Maldivon and his wife Chelsea will take the mound before the game begins at 7 p.m. You can hear it all on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Kate Orta, KTAR News. I think this honestly may be the greatest first pitch in Diamondbacks history. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, I went, this is 25 years, by the way, the Diamondbacks, this is their 25th opening day. I went to the first opening day. Uh, and to this day, I couldn't tell you who, who, who threw out the first pitch. Wise man, maybe you can look it up. But to have somebody who had a clip emptied on him uh, and start, and survived and is actually living a pretty good life yeah, and, and seems to be getting better and stronger. This may be the greatest. Op- and, and congratulations to the Diamondbacks for seeing this, because I'll tell you, this may I don't mean to make fun of the Diamondbacks here. This may be the best moment in this season for the Diamondbacks. Yeah. And, and I hope that they do well. I really do. But this is a great opportunity for the Valley to come together and really cheer this guy. Yeah, it's going to be And give exciting. him a standing ovation. And, uh, I mean, it's it's you get chills. Yeah. You really do. And the big thing is, is he going to stand up or not? That's the other side of it. That's I think be- that's I think that's part of it, too, because I've seen some of his physical therapy where they help him up. I, I'll tell you, if, if he gets out of that chair... Place is crazy. Just don't Even bounce Even if it. he's helped... 
out of the chair. I, it doesn't. The fact that he's there is is, is a, a miracle, miracle in itself. Yeah, it's a great, great recovery survival story. Uh, it's going to be great tonight. All right, every day at three thirty, we hold up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news. We interrupt, react to the day's top stories. Brought to you by CarolsTheBuyers dot com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Up next, should Arizona do something that uh, Idaho is doing? Idaho says we're going to ban out of state abortions. You can't get an abortion here, and if you go somewhere else, we're going to we're going to find you. We may put you in jail. That's next. All right. In Idaho, Idaho became the first state to make it illegal for minors to leave the state to get an abortion without parental consent. Okay. Without parental consent. What did I say? No, without. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So, you know, without parental consent, uh, I don't have a problem with that. So it's a crime. If you're 15 and you go across the border? Yeah. I I think that's a. So what is it, 18? 18. Okay. As an adult, you should be able to do that. All right. I make it seem, there was, look, if you're 15 and you went across the border and got tattooed, people would be angry about that. Yeah. I just don't know why you're trying to control people outside of your own border. Why are you trying to do, shouldn't, shouldn't the laws in Idaho be the laws in Idaho? And like, so if this person wants to. You know, and for, and for, well, if you want to go get an abortion and mom and dad say it's okay, you can. Right, right. But shouldn't mom and dad, if you're underage, shouldn't they have a say in what you're doing? Yeah, but, yeah. you know, again, it's like, how many rights do you want to take away from people? And I know that they're kids or they're not 18. You're not taking their rights away. It just sounds a little bit like, what are they calling it, trafficking? Is that what they call that at? Abortion trafficking. It carries a penalty of uh, two to five years. So... You have a, you listen, I don't want But wanna, it's not two to five years, I bet, on the person who has abortion. I bet it's two to five years whoever's trafficking you. Because if you're 15, you're not getting there yourself. Anyone who helps a person helps under a person, 18 yes. get an abortion. Anyone, so anyone who helps a person under 18 get in, an, get in an abortion. It's a weird law, man. And, you know, I just, I, I don't know how I people in Idaho feel about this, but... It's like if you if you know pretty conservative. If you sure is. If you go over the border, now we're going to track you and we're going to when does it end? They're going to start doing this at well, now that you're if this thing goes, they're going to say, "Hey, when you're 18, we don't want you to do it either." It's against the Idaho well, law. Well, they're not going to you're, you're 21 at that point in time. Well, they're not going to be able to stop you. I'm not so sure. Uh, well, the, yeah, but the constitutional will stop you from that. Has the constitution stopped any of these two sides from putting together terrible bills? A lot, yeah. yeah. But they get shot down. The Constitution Sometimes. will shoot that down. This, this is your look. I would be very upset if you took my child without my permission right. to do a medical procedure in another state. Mm-hmm. I would be extremely upset. Would you not? Yeah, but it's like okay, I get it. But in in Idaho, aren't you supposed to be worried about what's happening in Idaho and not if they go to the next state to have something done? I just think it's kind of odd. But why is that a kind of odd? Because like, Idaho's already said we don't have abortions here. Mm-hmm. So if if your mom and dad or, or your adult says yeah, go ahead and do that, that's fine. If it was, so, what happens if you take my child and something goes wrong with my child? How do you enforce this? 
Well, that's the other thing. A lot of these things. How okay, do you then, if you this? can't enforce it, why do you because, have Because you know what? Kids will say something. Kids will do something. Somebody will say something. And then you find out that, hey, you know, your teacher, your, your, somebody you, the, your, your aunt, your cousin or somebody mm-hmm. who, or whoever, somebody, just a friend, older sister took you. Well, that's how somebody will end up saying something. So it's, if you have a 15 year old that's leaving the state, are you going to give that 15 year old a pregnancy test before they leave the state? And then are you going to test them again while they come back in? I'm just wondering how no. you enforce well, it. No, no, no. So you should be totally fine that they can go just take no, the no, child. No, no, I'm on your side. I'm on your side about. Hey, listen, if you had a 15 year old daughter, I think this daughter, is more about not the, the 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 child that would this would be happening to, but the person that would think about doing something like this. Mm-hmm. It's it's unenforceable. So well, why it's not unenforceable? I bet somebody will be stupid and do it. And you know what? I bet somebody will will do a lot of these mm-hmm. kind of like and throw it in everybody's face. Look what I'm doing, and then they're going to get themselves in some trouble. Hey, bots! Bots! They're coming for your job. There's a ramen uh, store. They were looking to hire three, uh, 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 you know, three. We need three servers. The noodles place? No, at a noodles place. They're like, we can't find three servers. You know, what we did find found three robots that can do your job and a lot of sodium. Yeah, that's okay. I like. I, <laughs> hey, I love me some ramen. Gets you through college. Does. I have a bunch of ramen over no, my, in my office. Sometimes oh, yeah. I get a little snacky, and yeah. I need You don't that. even cook it. No, you don't have to. Yeah. But uh, this is another one that we talk about people losing their jobs. We talk about people, you know, worried about whether or not AI is going to come. This has nothing to do with AI. This is all to do with robots. Can I help you? Would you like a noodle? What's the example here? How does this work? Uh, you, well, because we're talking about robot waiters. Yes, no, there's several of them. This, this, there's several. Of them. Some of them you can, uh, you basically at your table you can fill stuff out, okay. and the robot will then come deliver you the so things you weird. need. So there weird. are some new robots that have been designed where they will come to you, and they're like a kiosk themselves. Do I have to tip the robot? You do not have to tip the robot because I'm not tipping a robot. I know you're not tipping the robot. What you if know. the robot does a great job? No, no. Because what if you're like, you know what? That robot was having a tough day. No. There's a new survey that says uh, some are tipping more now than ever, and they're tipping more than 20% due to pressure. Yes. Yeah. I'm not going to be pressured by a human to tip you more. I'm a good tipper anyway. I'm not going to be pressured by, uh, pressured by a robot waiter. Have you seen now when you go to slide your card, it's, it starts at 20% and then goes up from there, or custom? Now you're making me actually, if, if you sucked at your job, yeah. mine like 20 23%, 26%, or whatever it is, or custom. So I've got to go do that myself. Here, I'll give you a great example. We went to the Eagles concert a couple weeks ago. Yeah. My wife goes to get, uh, it's one of those grab-and-go yeah. inside of the arena. She gets a Diet Coke, $9. Oh. oh. She hands it to the guy who scans it, un- undoes the, 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 the lid. And it had a place for her to tip. And oh, she's like, yeah, here's a dollar. And I'm like, why are you doing that? Well, he was standing here. He, he made me feel uncomfortable. He made me feel uncomfortable. I said, tip him a dollar. I said, I'm uncomfortable giving him a dollar. <laughs> Coming up next. You know, today was supposed to be the day that uh, Aaron Gunches got executed for murdering Ted Price in Arizona in 02. It didn't happen. We'll tell you why next.